Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to watch or listen to the same Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me is guest host... Tyler Snipes. It's great to be back with the nasty boys and girls all across the world. It's been over a year. Well over a year. It's been like two years since you've been back on, I believe. Yeah, I've missed you. I've <laughs> missed them. I've missed the whole thing. And look at you all set up all crazy now. Huh? Look at that. Look, little Lord. Uh, welcome back to Nasty Nation, you know? I can't. I'm so thrilled to be back. I'm Chris, bathing in it. Chris had some obligations, which is totally okay. He'll be back next week. But, but you know what? We're going to start off 2024 with a guest. It'll be super fun. Get, get them all caught up and everything. Well, if yeah. the people don't know, tell them who you are and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm Tyler Snipes. I have been, I just said that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done a podcast in general in probably like over a year. And yeah, if you know of me for anything, it would just be from soccer stuff the last few years. But my love for baseball obviously remains. And I stay in touch with our local red legs through the new nasty boys is my primary source so it's an honor obviously to be on here because this is where i get my reds news <laughs> and um yeah i'll tell you more about that later but i'm a little bit of a free agent right now and uh sorry i just realized that was a really long hair on there yeah. it looks like it's half of my hair gross um I but i got a real important update for you yeah so I told you about like I'm dealing with like a you know sprucing up my apartment a little bit. Sure. Part of that, which is like against you know like it's not against anything, it's just out of my control. I have mm -hmm. a new neighbor, and when I was leaving today, guess what they were doing? What? Smoking a hoon, inside. Whoa. So a decently nice place, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for a neighbor to move in, like they moved in sometime in December, and they yeah. were, it seemed like they were gone. Like I hadn't seen him much throughout like the holiday season. Yeah. And. Totally just ripping a cig inside because I was leaving today, and that's just gross and a new obstacle in my life. So Indoor heaters are now on the table at the sniper's nest. I guess. Not in my apartment, but if he's going to do I mean, like, what do we, do we fight fire with fire there? Like, how would you... I think you, so. I think it's, like, a landlord job, but, like, can I get one in before he has to stop? Dude, you can definitely get a couple in before he has to stop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was the first time that came to my mind. I was like, because everybody, I know that you've long quit, but like, that's like one of the rare, rare oh. things. Like an indoor cig, like when you can have one, oh. it's the greatest thing in the I, world. If, I, if there is smoking indoors, sometimes I will ask someone for a cigarette just to enjoy having those four walls next to me. Yeah. Like, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and it's like reserved for Kentucky. You know, in Ohio, <laughs> we're much more civilized. Um, sorry to all the Kentucky red leg uh, listeners, but um, yeah. So that's what's occupying my mind. How about you? How's your? But, but also, like, dude, they're not they're not uncivilized. They get to have a thing from a prior civilization that we long for. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah, man, you long for it. You're like, you know, good indoor I, cigarette. I do. I feel better than them though. Like after like graduating out of it, like I lived in a, an apartment in Kentucky and smoked inside at one point in my life, and it was gr like 
different person altogether. Like I consider that a whole past life. Now, did you were you like a multiple ashtray on the same multiple ashtrays on the same coffee table, and you let them collect and kind of spill over, or were you tidy about it? Where you're like, okay, I had a couple, and then I'm gonna go take it to my trash can, throw it away like a polite person. Yeah, I generally like a. Not all the time, not a daily thing, but like yeah. if people were over, it would be a disaster for a day. It would reek for a month. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that was great. Just great. Great times. Like like college oh. age years, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Dude, my first apart, my first apartment, my first car had the ashtray. <laughs> oh, buddy. It was just overflowing at one point. Like it never closed. And then, like, I would hit a bump and, like, six would fly out and land on the person next to me. And then Matt would be like, God damn it, are you ever going to clean this thing out? I'm like, if you stop adding to it, I will. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God, man. Smoking in the car is also just, like, devil's work. Like, oh. absolute devil's work. What is, like, in all, like, how many cars have you had in your life? Or, like, when you were a cigarette smoker, uh -huh. like, what's when would you go from, like, this is a new-to-me car... I'm going to keep it clean to having a SIG. Like, what was that? Sure. Lifespan? Okay. Uh, all right. My first car I bought was a 1988 525 IBMW with the ashtray. Exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. Immediately, as soon as I got in the car, rolled down the window and burned one. Oh, my God. Then I got an 80, an 87 740 GLE. Also had the ashtray. First thing I did was stop and buy a cigar. <laughs> to have in the car? <laughs> to have in the car. <laughs> To just rip, wearing a polo jacket too, like, oh, big aviator sunglasses. Basically, thought I was Joe Biden in 1987. And let's not like just fly over that one real quick. First car was a BMW. Oh yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? 88. Yeah, there, dude, it was sick. It was awesome. It was it had a straight six engine and a five speed. It was rebuilt at a BMW repair shop. The whole engine rebuilt, clutch rebuilt, like it ran great. But it looked awful. No, I'm like, you have a manual yeah. BMW and you're ripping cigs in it. Oh, yeah. Is this like high school age? Uh, I was uh, 18. 18. You, this is Newtown? Oh, area? yeah. You were the coolest guy in Newtown. <laughs> Dude, I was no king. No question about it. Oh, yeah. Well, that car eventually, like, the electric all crapped out. I think I've told this story before, but uh, the electric crapped out and all the windows stopped working. And, like, I just parked it next to my dad's garage and put a tarp over it. Sold it to some dude for 500 bucks. Pulled the tarp out. Family of raccoons living in the BMW. Tight. Yeah, I had to gentrify my BMW. Be like, get out of here. You were the last good tenant of that car. You were smoking inside. <laughs> I'm smoking inside. Just like this guy. But just, we just brought that full circle real quick. Yeah. Real fucking fast. So my new neighbor, Naughty. I know you're watching. Dude, yeah, 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 of course. Because he's, he's got you as a Google alert, dude. He does. And, like, I have an ashtray outside for, you know, those rare occasions. Exactly. You have it right there on the window ledge. You yeah. just lean, put it out. It's not that far of a walk. Yeah. So are you both on the bottom floor? Yeah, it's like the guy right across. So that's oh. why it's like super. You're smoking everybody out. Yeah, animal. not a good move. absolute animal. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's very clearly like on the lease and everything. Yeah. Like I don't know like what apartment you can do that in. You know yeah, I mean? well he's got to find his lease, but it probably has a burn hole on the edge yeah. where the ash fell. Yeah, absolutely. God damn, that's so. That is so funny. Yeah. Man, that's a big update, though. But, but yeah, and like this guy though seems like a real character. Like he might, he might be an addition to the friend group. Like he just, yeah, he, he has like a little. He's 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 
he seems like somebody that I do want to have a beer with. So now there's so. always that murky water where like you have a couple beers, he's cool, and then like he becomes annoying over time. Yeah, and you can't escape because he's right next door. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the lie. That's that's what we're thinking about right now. That's so. a giant fear. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, I know my neighbors. Yeah. I know my neighbors. They're you know uh, this lady to the next of me is like. She's in her she's in her late seventies, early eighties. So I'm not gonna be ripping darts with her. No. I mean that would be kidding. <laughs> <It would> be <laughs> so sick. And my other neighbor's like a guy in his late sixties, so I'm like, they aren't gonna be they aren't gonna be asking me to go to the Hoon Lounge. I don't know. I, I never just, say never. never no. You know I mean? but, but no. Yeah. So you guys keep it you guys keep it tidy. We right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Real tidy dude. Yeah. So yeah, but well, congratulations on a cool new neighbor. Thank you. It's truly an honor. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I've been good. Yeah, we had we hung out for New Year's. We had a great party here. Yes, I got some sh- some photos back that I'm glad are not on the internet. Yep, uh, Sonaga doing his uh, job there, making sure <sighs> real good job of sure it. He captures all of our uh, <laughs> yeah. our buffoonery but and my nudity. Nudity. Wow. Mine specifically this year. It was it was me hard this year. So <laughs> not like pants, but like nudity. A lot of aggressive. It's a lot of skin when you take your top off. Oh, there's a ton, and it just keeps growing. That's the worst part. <laughs> it just keeps expanding. I want to do something about it, but then I'm just not going to. But that was a fantastic party. Thank, Thank you for inviting you. me. And, s- oh, go ahead. No, we still have wings left over, so the party's not over till all the wings are gone. Yep. Billy DeVore's smoked wings. <laughs> fuck yeah. You eat that every single day. I, I, I have every day this I week. I ate like at least 12 like, <laughs> that night. You had a few pounds. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. And that's, yeah. you know, part of the New Year's resolution. You sure. Know, really piling it on the last day of the year. Just as, as you should. You as know? you should treat yeah. yourself. Yes. Really, you've earned it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. Um... But no, you 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 were a season ticket holder. Like you follow, we went to a few games together. It's not like you've been extremely distant from this team. Yeah. Um, but there has been some stuff that has happened that makes us have to talk about it. Makes them have to come to you guys and hobnob about and talk about the Reds. Most importantly, um, we'll start right off the rip. The Reds signed Frankie Montes. Yeah, I confused it for Frankie Muniz. Uh, <laughs> Frankie Muniz. Muniz didn't even say that right. But, yeah, how did you feel about that? I saw the internet was in a big brouhaha. Well, what was so wild is, is like that news got announced. It had its little pop, and then right after, like it felt like five minutes later, was the Chris Sale to Atlanta trade, and uh, everyone kind of dropped the ball because I mean that's two major markets going after it. You know, with yeah. with Von Grissom going to the Sox, and then Chris Sale. You know, a Cy Young winner and a and a World Series champ going to another World Series contender after having a tumultuous go of it the past few years. Uh, that obviously took the headlines. But I couldn't have thought that they could have made a better move okay. than signing Frankie. Here is why. It only cost the Reds money and a 40-man roster spot. That's all that it cost them. They didn't trade anyway, trade away any prospect capital. They didn't get a, you know trade the farm. They have him for the guaranteed set amount of time that is on that contract, and they're taking a big swing and a risk on a guy who has a ton of upside. 
And like that wouldn't have been necessarily like if you had like an off season wish list, it's kind of like a sneaky move. Like, would you say that? Or like, would, was, was this a predictable? He like, was off my radar. Yeah, I didn't feel like anybody was talking about that. No, and I, it didn't even really cross my mind because I was looking at some of the bigger guys, like you know Strowman. I was looking at you know I know it wasn't going to happen, Blake Snell. But what we talked about on the pod was trading for you know Dylan Cease, trading for Shane Bieber. Trading for Tyler Glass now, which, oh, that would have been cool. But he's a big, shiny toy, not exactly, like, someone that you could really depend upon. And then, you know, he got traded to the Dodgers, and there was a five-year deal on top of that, too. So that's a huge risk on their part. The Dodgers are able to eat that and go through with it, even if it doesn't work out. They can just swallow the salary and be fine. Yeah, which is must be nice. It's got to be nice. <laughs> God, it's so nice. But... This is a guy, like, and when you look at the, okay, so you look at the trade candidates, Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber was a guy who had his velocity dip from 2020 from a 94.1 mile an hour fastball down to 91.3 last season. Which sounds small, but is big for <laughs> hitters who have faced him over the years. That's that's huge. Neutered a little bit, right? Massively neutered. I mean, that's that's a huge difference where that's you completely have to change your pitching style. You're not attacking anymore. You're deceiving. Yeah. And when you're not a spring chicken, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that that deception, like, are you optimistic? No. Like, no. Okay. No, I am not optimistic. <laughs> I am not optimistic because he was a power pitcher in 2020. And then he won the Cy Young. And then he's pitched less and less and has had shoulder injury. Had, had shoulder injury. He had shoulder injury? Uh, had a shoulder injury <laughs> that uh, that it just did not uh, that I, I don't think he has fully bounced back from and who knows if he will fully be able to bounce back from it so that's a huge risk Yeah. plus trading prospects so overall what do you give this one I give it a, I give it I give it an A dude okay okay here's also why like look I get that he was hurt half of 2022 he was out almost all of 2023 which for pitchers is going to happen. I mean, you're going to have to, like, if you're a good, if you're a well-built built team, you're going to have to live without some of your role pitchers. Every good team has to do it. Every good pitcher will work themselves into getting hurt. Exactly. It's a fact of life now. It's what happened to us last year. Yeah. I mean, Ashcraft toe, uh, Abbott got tired. The Williamson. toe is weird, though. The like, toe. It's like, not exactly elbow, finger. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> which that's actually better. Yeah. It's better than it's a big toe. He got gout. <laughs> <laughs> He got David Wells' gout. He left it in the he left it in the bullpen after the '95 NLCS. He's like, I got this for somebody in 2023. We'll see who it is. <laughs> Graham's like, Jared, <laughs> is that you, Jared? It's your father, David Wells' gout. <laughs> it just haunts. It's like with the ghost of uh, uh, Bernie Stowe. It's just partnered up. With <laughs> just Sorry, man. deep, deep cut. Deep no, cut. that was a great pull. <laughs> oh man, it's like that. The, just like that smoky ghost and big mouth of Duke Ellington. It's just Bernie doing that, and being like, "Ooh, your big toe hurts." It's like him, like the the old like um, riverfront walks will haunt graphic, the <laughs> iconic one. Uh, <laughs> Eat vegetables sometimes. <laughs> Tart cherry juice. <laughs> <laughs> Asparagus. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, because like I know like in previous years, Shane Bieber must have been somebody that has been roasted properly. For Just the last name. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what the best roast would have been. Because like, I feel like what? Where did he used to play? 
Cleveland. Yeah. He's still up in I, Cleveland. I'm wanting to say I remember like make, saying something heinous about him back in the day. Oh, of course. <laughs> so now he's a red, and we have to love him. And no, he's not. Him. No. Oh, he's still with the Guardians. Mess me up. Mess me up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay. So Frankie Montas. Montas. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's with the Reds. And comparatively, you did not have to give up what it would have gotten. Yeah, it was just cash. Okay. And then Dylan C. And so, like, there was a rumored package, which is Rhett Lauder, Chase Penny, Reese Hines, and another top prospect for Shane Bieber and Emmanuel Classe, which Emmanuel Classe, fireballer, 103 mile an hour fastball, but also had the most blown saves in baseball last year. So it's like, why would you already have an all star closer that you control for like five more years? You don't need that, so you're not going to give up those dudes to go get that. The other guy, Dylan Cease, I mean, the guy had a ERA plus of 97 last year. He was a Cy Young finalist in 2022. There's a lot of upside still there, but that would have been an even bigger package, which would have taken, reportedly, this is from Jason Williams at Society.com, Rhett Lauder, Chase Penny, Connor Phillips, Edwin Arroyo, and another prospect that's a top 10 prospect in your system. Mm. you're clearing out for a guy you're going to have for two years. And that's not really what the Reds' ethos is right now. That's kind of like abandoning what you've been building, like what you've been suffering for. Right? Exactly. That's why you did the quick rebuild in yeah. 2022. That's why you went and you were like, all right, well, we're getting rid of Luis, Tyler, Sonny. We're moving Eugenio, Winker, for, to completely rebuild as quickly as possible with young talent, do a quick reset, boom. You're you're kind of you're you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. So do you think they they were just like maybe there to negotiate with other teams if the chips fall? You know we were at the table kind of thing, but it was probably doesn't sound like that was ever really, really a sensible move. And, no, no, that's like a pie in the sky move. Yeah. So you've got those you had those two, and it's just like all right, fine. Glass now covered that. God damn it. Um. <laughs> When's the Dodgers cul de sac? Because <laughs> like it just seems like they're the ire of all of sports right now yeah um go ahead go ahead no you know go 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 so okay i mean getting shohei is like whatever you know what i mean like you have yeah. the money to do it how many teams realistically did i don't know if that toronto thing it was like reported but it seemed like kind of irresponsibly like yes. i don't think that was ever that close no who else was ever really going to win that sweepstakes giants were in it till the end too um pff, mariners i guess attempted but no, it was always going to be, it was either going to be Dodgers or Giants. Yeah. He wasn't going East Coast. As much as we wanted him in Toronto, that reporting was... That would have been sick. Would have been awesome. Yeah. like And just like kind of random too at the same time. So like, I don't know if anybody really believed that. But like the media kind of like allowed you to think that it was a possibility. So I guess the, the point with the Dodgers like being gluttonous, I yes. would say, is just like they have resources, use them, but like... Where do you stand as far as, like, if they don't win? You know what I mean? Because baseball is still, like, the World Series is still very hard to win. Yeah. Um, and even with Shohei staying healthy, yeah. you know, is he going to be two-way? Are they going to have an, the emphasis one way or the other? I mean, he won't be next year, this next season, because of the Tommy John. And then who knows how long it can be. I mean, how long is that arm going to last after having two major construction reconstruction? Reconstruction, reconstruction surgery on the on that elbow, man. So it's like, I don't know. Like we were talking with our buddies about it. Um, I do love the idea of I of him, you know, pitching, being a starting pitcher for three, four more years, and then being a closer. 
and then transitioning to an outfielder or just DH. Mm. So I can see that happening. No matter what, he wrote them a blank check. He's only They're only paying him <laughs> like $10 million a year, isn't it? It's like they basically everything is deferred. Yeah, which is smart by him. No, they're paying him $2 million a year. So, so like, here's the question, though, that, like, I, I haven't gotten to ask many people, like, so we all, you know, kind of view him as an angel. He's a unicorn of the sport. Yeah. So is Rosie. So is Rosie. Look, um, this is Rosie's first appearance. Is it? Yeah, it is. Blessed. <laughs> Blessed be this track. What a, what a precious wolf. Does the Dodgers getting him change your point of view on him being, like, this game-changing angel like as much as like we revere like ken griffey jr for example like, yeah he never like made like a move like this where like, he became a villain like but shohei has opened himself up to being a villain oh player. yeah he's gone he's gone full heel yeah especially in los angeles i mean like going from the angels to the dodgers like, oh the Do i mean the, not that the angels ever really exist there but like, no they're the little brother all those dodgers fans are psyched yeah and like the entire basically they own the entire country of japan right now with yamamoto yeah and like Spending a billion dollars on those two dudes is, one, insane, but two, like, there is not going to be a person in Japan that doesn't have a Dodgers hat in their closet. Yeah. An entire country, dude. Yeah, an entire baseball country who loves him, too, like, at the same time. Like, it's, like, when you get him, you get that, which is, like, kind of, you know, not even kind of, like, directly worth paying for but like yeah so you're it sounds like no like you still love him just the same as you did yesterday just talent alone yeah but he's in the national league now and I you're gonna see him more often which is great oh. you know what i mean like it's crazy gonna come to the gap every now and then yeah that's what i'll be excited for but i still hate the dodgers yeah that'll never change like i still like i've always liked watching freddie freeman i love mookie betts i think he's a dude but like as a collective fucking hate the Dodgers. Yeah. And as Reds fans, we all should hate the Dodgers. <laughs> they are slowly ruining the game. That was the thing. Yeah, like, is, like it, would you say... A blank check. Yeah. Like, how close are they to, like, putting on, like, the greatest show on Earth, would you say? Here's the thing, man. If they could be the greatest show on Earth, we don't know. But here is what I do know about super teams. Like this. Look what happened with San Diego last year. That's been a bust for a while. That was a bust last se last season. 2022, you know, they made it to the NLDS and okay. played the Phillies. What was the year that they got Hosmer, which doesn't sound like a big topic now. They went for it a while ago and it fell apart, right? 18. 18. They went, they've gone for it a couple times yeah. the same way, like getting free agents. Like, uh... So who, like, who else did they get that year? Because I know Hosmer's not like the headliner. Hosmer was the was the headliner that year. He was like the crown jewel in free agency. Yeah, and then in twenty or twenty nineteen, that's when they signed Manny Machado. Yeah, and, and started was, to build. That was quite competitive to get him. And sure, then, weren't they like out of money last year or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, they had to take out a couple loans <laughs> to pay salaries, and then their owner passed away in December. God, that's yeah. dark. He had cancer. He'd beat cancer twice. So he was like, dude, spend it. I I want to win. And he, they were like, all right. And they were spending it. And then their the their, their regional sports network dropped him. Well, that's a topic. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. And then had to take out loans and stuff to pay for the salaries for, towards the end of the year. Because if you look at it, San Diego and us, comparable market size. 
they call us the San Diego of the Midwest. For great reason. Yeah. Our wonderful beaches. <laughs> <laughs> and excellent and our, ports. And our Navy base. Our, <laughs> our Navy base. That huge one. You know, you know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive by it all the time. Someone with the, the, the paddle boat. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can defend ourselves in the eighteenth century. <laughs> That's what we can do. So I don't know if this is accurate from last year's playoffs, but like how f- did they lose to the Dodgers last year? Padres didn't even make the playoffs. When did they lose to the Dodgers last in the playoffs? Oh, man. What I'm trying to say is, like, their owner, like, coming back from cancer twice, like, you can beat cancer, but you can't beat the the Dodgers. Dodgers. And that's what it feels like right now. (laughs) You can have God on your side. And, like, there's probably no stopping this team because it's – you said said the other names – Shohei, obviously the biggest get, but it's you know Yamamoto, Glass now, and then the the corner sta- the cornerstones. But then you have the eighty three or yeah eighty four win Diamondbacks go to the World Series. Baseball is a crazy thing. It's about who gets hot at the end. The playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So the Dodgers can go off and pay as much as they want to be regular season champs and off season champs until they actually do it. I'm not going to be afraid. Yeah. And like think about the last great baseball dynasty. It was the the San Francisco Giants. 10, yeah, 12, yeah. 14. Much to our chagrin, uh Reds were involved in that. Yeah, they Got were involved eaten up by that machine, yeah. Yeah, but it was the way they were built, the way they were constructed from the inside out. It wasn't a bunch of great like they were they had free agent signings and supplemented, but they built that core. Yeah. And did it and did it that way. Same with the Yankees of the late 90s. Mm. A lot of teams are built built that way. Um, and with the Dodgers, man, like, I don't know. They're it, not built. They're bought. Right. And that's... We'll see what happens. Different philosophy. It's kind of like against baseball. You know what I mean? In a weird way. It's like nobody's ever taken free, free agency by the sack like this. Oh, no. Absolutely. I mean, the last time that the, the, a team took uh, free agency by the sack and won one was 2009 with the New York Yankees. So, you know, which is a, another team that gets that past, like, kind of. Kind know? of. Well, they haven't, you know, they haven't, they didn't appear in the World Series in the 2010s and have it in the 2020s still. How crazy is that? Didn't even know that. Yeah. So they don't get that pass anymore. They aren't the, they aren't, they aren't our dad's Yankees anymore or grandpa's Yankees. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that, that whole thing with the Dodgers, man, like, ah, I, I'll wait to see it happen. There's a lot on paper that you like. Yeah. But, you know, once you, once you get down to brass tacks and getting after it, and it's the like, season starts to unfold. If you're not the greatest show on earth, it's a loss. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. if they open up the series, like, you know, dropping two out of three, like if they open up the season, you know what I mean, two out of three, it's going to be so dramatic. It's going to be so fun. Like the entire oh. country, the entire world, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like going to love, like, watching them, like, being like, will they, won't they? Like, every pitch from the beginning of the season to the end, I think for right. them is going to be interesting, which is something that's hard for a lot of teams to sell to fans. And know? it's been hard for this this sport to sell. So I do give it credit for that. Yeah. I think we will get a lot more eyeballs on it uh, because of them and what they've done. But I don't know how much of a dramatic shift there will be since the sport has been growing the past couple years. And especially with the rule changes, it increased in in um in especially in in attendance. Yeah, you know the Reds had a like a three hundred percent increase from twenty twenty two, from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three. And that, I mean that's and there's a lot of teams that had that. Great, yeah, yeah. So a credit that to winning and a credit that to sh- uh, shorter games. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. But um, the one thing that was that it's crazy you bring up the Dodgers. Yeah. 
So with Frankie, the thing with, with Frankie is it's a one-year $16 million deal. In 2021, Cy Young finalist, 2022, has a pretty good start to the season. Deadline comes, gets traded from the A's of the Yankees. His shoulder wasn't right when he got traded. He throw he has about seven, eight starts, and they find out shoulder inflammation, shut him down. Then they go in and they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get in there. And they do orthoscopic surgery. He shut down most of 2023, comes back, has one appearance, throws 1.1 innings. That's it. But he is fully healthy and ready to pitch this season coming up. I would rather take that one-year, $60 million chance to recapture 2021, beginning of the season, 2022, Frankie Montas, than going out and giving three years to, like, Marcus Stroman or seven years to Blake Snell or five years to Jordan Montgomery. Because those long contracts can sink someone like the Reds. Yeah. They can't just eat. They just can't eat that money. They can't just be like, well, he's not pitching, so we just got to eat it and be like, no, you have to almost guarantee that they are a sh- – you have to guarantee they're going to be out there 30, 30, to th- 30 to 40 starts that whole year. Yeah. If not, then you're stuck with someone that you know very well, Homer Bailey. I was going to say even like different archetype of like – remember the Ryan Madsen deal? Like how they, they kind of oh. – like I was curious. Like, so like when it comes to $16 million for this, like – would you say that like they were the like what other like were there a lot of other teams in the running or did the Reds just kind of like reach up and grab this and like mm-hmm. like cause, like it kind of feels like that's a lot of money for a guy in that situation? But. It 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 sure sounds like it. You yeah. would be sixteen million for one year sounds like a lot of money. Yeah, but when you think about it, it's he is 69th. Nice in 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 AAV. For starting pitchers. What is AV? Average annual value. Okay. So that's what you get per year. You know, your salary. Yeah. So that's, you know, there's there's like it's not top tier, yeah. but it's also not the lowest. Right. You are you are paying what is considered market market value for a guy on a one year deal. And for him and his, you know, recovery process, it's like what what you said, one inning last year? Yeah, one inning. So it's kinda of hard to gauge exactly where he's at. You are gambling with this one sure but he pitched last year 16 million could be a fucking steal like it could could right. end up being so that's what everybody's hoping for yeah and if not then guess what it is it's a guy who didn't pitch this year you're only out 16 million bucks and then you bring someone up you bring up one of the kids yeah and there's a reason you they signed nick martinez to be the swing guy to go from the pen to the starting rotation so they could take a chance like this. Or if Nick Lodolo isn't fully healthy after the season he had last year with multiple fractures fractures in his fibula, you, or with Ashcraft going down with his toe, or Hunter Green going out with uh, elbow inflammation, and then Brandon Williamson with COVID, and then Hunter Green with COVID. Like, you do this, you can be like, all right, I at least have this guy... And all of these dudes that I've been banking and tri- that I will be banking in AAA and AA, mm-hmm. that can fill. But I don't have to rush their development because I'm just going to pay this guy 16 million bucks and see if he bounces back. And you get to hold on to all of them. You don't have to move any of yeah, them. Yeah, which is the beauty. Yeah. yeah. And then if something, if you're if you're something close at the at the deadline and you're like this is a glaring need, then you have that that prospect capital that you can easily just dole right out. And go and make something happen and go on a postseason run. I mean, fuck, if he's if he's dealing and this is a one year, 
Yeah. Well, it's a and then there's a mutual option for next season, twenty million bucks. Mutual option. So, if he's dealing and the Reds are good, great. If somebody's on the opposite end of that, I don't know how. Like it's like that. That uh, I feel like those agreements could be kind of fun to like see play out. You know what I mean? Like players' desire versus like what the team. Right. Yeah, we can just ship you though. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, at the deadline, <laughs> they can pick up that option. Right. Like, you can trade that option, right? Oh yeah. So here's the other thing too, like. With Bieber, you were trading for a similar deal because he's in a contract year. Yeah. Why trade when you could just pay it immediately? And Shane Bieber, his arbitration is going to be like $18, $19 million. So why would you trade prospects to get a guy in a contract year who has health issues when you could just pay less and not trade anything? Right. And take that risk. I think it's gen another Nick Kroll genius move. It's the genius for that, dude. Okay, the, yeah, they, dude, they just got crawled. They got crawled. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> Welcome to the world of crawl, dude. <laughs> the crawl daddy. Okay, well you sold this to me, like I, because like I'm thinking just like like, and I'm thinking of yesterday's Reds, because like you never know how much money they have, right? Sure. You know the Vado comes off the books at whatever, like twenty million, let's say, and like you would kind of think that they'd be frugal and filling up that space. And it's like, okay, sixteen million is a big, you know, it's a yeah. big chunk. Just like thinking, because like again, if you if we knew how much money they had, it'd be a lot easier to assess. But because um, the twenty million at the time the Vado signed that contract, like I mean, what is the market rate? Like how much was that twenty right. million now? Probably 16, you know what I mean? Just like thinking of like how yeah, if, less if, far your dollar goes. Like, uh, well, I, oh, I put this into a inflation t calculator, but it wouldn't be the same because it's baseball math. Right. So if you were like, if he were to sign that contract now, it would be comparable to be like, you know, 30 to $34 million per year for those services. Which is wild. That's crazy. But even as a one for one, he's healthy. And like healthy, meaning like nothing ends the season. Right. You're going to get so much more for that dollar than you would with the corpse of Otto or like you said. Right. Trading away the farm for uh -huh. something and like just the opportunity cost of like not right. only those guys that you've spent time developing and never getting the chance to like be rewarded for that sure. investment. Like great move. Okay. I'm yep. in. I'm in. I'm yeah. In. I'm and in. they spent. I, I had trouble understanding it. Yeah. And I also thought Beaver landed with the Reds. So, you know. <laughs> I'm really rounding out. <laughs> uh, what? So uh, this offseason, they've spent $103 million on contracts. Okay. Emilio Pagan, um, Nick Martinez, both have opt-outs after this year if they want to. So if they succeed, then you go, cool, and then you go back into the – you just go right back into free agency. Or that's when you find um, someone that you're like – in double-A, triple-A, it's like, this guy isn't going to be a starter. Maybe he's a reliever, and then that, that fills that hole. So those two, Jammer Candelario on high mare, my bad. It's Jammer. <laughs> I didn't know. Literally? Really? Jammer. That's so sick. It's pretty tight. <laughs> he's rocking his Jammers. J-E-I-M-E-R. Uh, -E -E to be fair to you. That sounds like Heimar to me. Yeah, right. You cover soccer. Yeah. Like that sounds right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even. I would be. I would go. I would go on a podcast without like having any reference and be confident that it was Heimar. So. That's exactly what I did. You're not wrong. Thank you. You're welcome. I was wrong. And whoever gave Billy shit for that. No one. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know the crazy thing is, no one did. And no. then someone was like, "Oh, I was talking with uh, uh, Danny Rocket, friend of the pod, about it." And he was like, "It's Jammer." I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's Jammer." I'm like, 
that's dumb. That's not his name. That's not his name. He's like, that's his name. I'm like, I mean, he would know his name. Yeah. But at this point, I don't think he knows his name. <laughs> but so actually, I'm very excited he's here. Yes. But um, I, I bring all this up to say Nick Kroll has come out and publicly said mm. they're mm. done making major moves. I saw this. Do you? So, I mean, that's the horse's mm. mouth. Yep. Yeah. Right so. there. Reported by friend, a friend of the pod, C. Trent. Yep. So I believe it. Nick Kroll has been very honest with us through this entire process about like saying they are going after free agents. They did that. They're going to sign people at the beginning. I mean, even looking at it in the middle of last year, they said, we'll make moves. We'll go for it. But we need people to come out to the ballpark. That's how we make money. People, people came out and then guess what they did? They went and spent money. Um, so he's been, a, he's been, a, he's been a man of his word about that. Um, so I'm cool with what they've done. Yeah. I'm very happy. So like your wish list for the off season, obviously I know you said like, like the bigger names came to mind, which obviously those always have like a magnetic pool. So like, as far as this team being complete, knowing there's no more, um, big moves coming, you yeah. know, to crawl. Do you think that this team is done, or do you see anybody in the bargain bin like that would be, like, like? Do you think it's complete? Like, is this is this the twenty twenty four Reds that we're looking at right now? Yeah, I mean, they also re-signed Buck Farmer. Um, I don't know. Like, there's always dudes that they'll sign. They'll do get a dollar, five dollar scratch off lottery ticket. How'd you like the Buck Farmer thing? I like it. I think it's fine. I think he's a guy that he's going to succeed in a lower leverage role situation. If if Lucas Sims can stay healthy, if TJ Antone could come back, you have Emilio Pagan as well and Nick Martinez. Those guys are all going to be slotted above him. And there were times where you're like, well, Buck Farmer's our stopper right now. And you're like, uh. so... So what I'm hearing you say is he's a guy who can pitch. Correct, <laughs> and give you innings, yeah. and he can. He pitched 71, pitched in 71 games last year, so he's a guy who can do it for you. Yeah, and you know him, and he's been getting better the time since he's been here. So, and there has been flashes of him looking excellent. So maybe another year, and you're not spending a bunch of money. Great. Is it a show me year for him? Uh, yeah, it's another one year. Beautiful. Yeah. You think he's more motivated than ever, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially when you're on all these one years. Yeah. Um, so they also signed, uh, God, I don't even know how to say it. Justin Brule? B-R-U-I-H-L. I would say Brule. Brule. Could be Brule. Brule. Brule, Brule, Oxenfree. We'll see. Oxenfree. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had anyone say it to me yet, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll go for it. Minor league deal. Yeah. Um, our friend, our, our friend of the pod at, uh, Reds and four, who's a great follow. If you don't follow, follow him. His pitching analytics stuff is awesome. Hmm. But, um, he tweeted, he had a 99 plus stuff on his sinker at cores, 107 plus stuff plus on his slider when he was with the Dodgers. Uh, lefty could be just triple a depth could be emergency depth, but it's a minor league deal with an invitation to spring training. Okay. Doesn't hurt. Those are like the moves you'll be seeing. Yeah. A lot more along those lines. So. Spring training can be awfully competitive, too. Like for injury spots, some guys, you know, busting ass. Yeah. Eating Tain, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Um, <laughs> uh, so cool. You like that? I do and like that. I, yeah, I saw, um, I think I saw Sheldon's report of that, and it was just kind of like, just kind of like a, yeah, this happened. Like it was like nobody like was really like getting <laughs> yeah. crazy like one way or the other about it. So they're like, it happened. Yeah. 
not gonna make a big welcome to Cincinnati graphic <laughs> on the horizon for this one. But. Yeah, he's not getting a big scoreboard sign, you know. <laughs> we're like, welcome to, and then no one's gonna still say his last name, and we're never gonna know well, how to say it. That's that'll be cool. He, he, he <laughs> you know, goes to like the minors. Maybe they deal him or something like yeah. that. He has a tenure with the Reds. We just never know what his name was. <laughs> <laughs> we have no clue. Oh, man. And then he's he's going to tweet at me like, man, I was such a big fan before. <laughs> man, this sucks. I just told you guys were cool. <laughs> it's like, sorry, Justin. <sighs> yeah. We don't know how to read. We don't know. We're we're, s- we, know to, we don't know how to read. <laughs> we don't know how to read. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Um, And... um. Let's, uh, I know why we, I feel like we have to talk about this. Okay. To, to shut it all down. Um, okay. Um, Wanda Franco. Okay. He's being detained. Explain. Okay, did you not see the whole thing with him with the 16-year-old girls of the Dominican? The guy that were shortstop for the race? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so over, like, our little break, uh, the Dominican police... We're like looking for him, and they checked his houses, and they were like, "Where are you, bud?" And he was like, "I'm not just not home. I'm, not, I'm I'll be back." Oh boy! And then uh, eventually, you know, after a few days, they're like, "Hey, man, you have to come back." And he was like, "Okay." Came back. He's detained. He's being arraigned on Friday on two counts of kid stuff. Wow. So, not good. Not obviously. good. Because <laughs> um, like, I was like trying to think of like the basketball player, like the Giddy situation, how like he's like getting off with that, and it feels awfully weird. Yeah, those were like Snapchats, and those were weird. Like he's like still playing like the next day and everything. This one is like a slam dunk. He is going away. Yeah. When there were like a lot of tweets and stuff, uh, a ton of tweets and photos and a back and forth. As soon if if the league has to step in and like immediately shut it down, that's a big problem. But yeah. Giddy, I haven't kept up with it. Is he is he still playing? It seems like it's just gone away. Yeah, it's just disappeared. I mean, like it's the news today, so like you know, who knows? Like yeah. could have been assassinated like fourteen days ago and we wouldn't know. <laughs> but, no clue. Like, to my understanding, like it was just like weird and like it just fell in some gray area. The team and the league were just like, Okay, you're good to go, which was like really gross. Sure. You know, something that you would not want to see MLB doing right now when in leagues all across America right now are making terrible decisions with a lot of choices they make. Um, we'll get into specifics, MLS. Um, like, uh, yeah, so for something like this, it's good. I mean, you know, justice served on a thing like this. The guy's a piece of shit. And yeah. the Rays are what? Like, was this uh, something they're out of a lot of money on? And I mean, they I mean, they can recoup it, but it was like a 12-year deal. He was going to be the face of the franchise. Well, this this it's something that teams. I don't need. I don't know who needs to hear this. I'm sure plenty of GMs listen. Oh um, yeah, of this course. is just you've got to vet people. Oh yeah. Before you decide to give anybody a deal, you need to make sure that they are a good person. And like when you hear shit like, like on a free agent deal, like like we you know we made sure that this guy fits the values that our franchise represents and all that. It sounds like bullshit, but mm-hmm. like that is important work. Like it's like yeah. Does this guy fit our vision? Is they like are they a good person? Do they have a good family? Is their cousin their agent and their cousin posts? pictures of them shooting guns on yeah. their Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, like, avoidable oh, things yeah. when you properly vet people. Maybe the Rays did this, and they just and ended up with a pedo, and that's yeah, they just the like the cookie crumbles, but... Right. 
Um, yeah, sure. Glad that it isn't the Reds. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sh- like, yeah. Uh, like, and again, like for all the victims, like for everything, like that's, it just, sucks. it's gross. That's, he's a terrible fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know what I mean? Like he's hopefully going to get his punishment, but yeah, um, we'll be tracking and updating that. Cause it's just so wild, dude. Yeah. This is the first time baseball. I mean, this is the biggest scandal in baseball in some time. Uh, Baseball's been pretty clean lately. Yeah. I'm trying to think about if there's anything major. I mean, aside from like the, you know, the lockout. Well, yeah. I mean, like as far as like a <laughs> player. player being a piece of shit, it's like you have to go back to like Chapman. Oh, uh, no. Puig, Puig. Puig. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah Puig, Puig. Yeah. I mean, you know, placing bets with a bookie. When the FBI, when to an FBI agent, not exactly like a great look. No. But, I mean, I, it's weird to say that, like, placing a bet with an undercover FBI agent illegally is, like, better than um, what Wander's doing. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're on, like, this weird spectrum of yeah. legally. We are legal experts. Oh, know? of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're super qualified to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my uh, my degree from uh, MIT it, it, Institute Technical School that was online in Arizona. Don't, don't ask about it. It's not, you know about it. You know what it is. MIT stands for Arizona Online University. Yeah, fits the acronym. Yeah, perfectly. totally perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spot Good on, reading, guys. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's the biggest lesson every team can learn is that Vet. the guy that you just signed to be the face of your franchise. I mean, yeah, like, how do you miss that? <laughs> or if like you saw signs that he's a piece of shit, like right. how did you not get him a handler, get him away, just get him away from his temptations? Yeah, I mean like, the fact that he was going on a live stream and his teammates were like, "Oh, she's just trying to extort you. Don't pay her, dude." All this stuff, like... His teammates were saying oh, this? Oh, yeah. This was, like, a while ago. This was, like, the day before he got uh, put on commissioner's leave. Oh, yeah. Good Trying God. to address the rumors himself. It was... It was bad. It was real bad. And then it's gotten quiet, and it's gotten worse. But, like... Good. He's bad for the game. He's gone. He's gone. And he's out. hopefully everybody can just recover. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah the Rays will be fine. The Rays, again, have another top... They have one of the top shortstop, shortstop prospects in all of baseball. Yeah. They have. They had. A, they just have another guy. They're just ready to go. And it's like... Shows you how well run that organization is outside of the, like, the kid guy thing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I just... It's... It's sad and it sucks, but it's like I'm always intrigued to look at it and catch up. So, yeah, knowing you have you know ties to the Rays, I thought that you would enjoy an update. <laughs> yeah, I you know gleefully I guess now haven't been paying much attention. To them. <laughs> uh, I saw who was it? Um, they were like after some free agent. I was down there for like Christmas a little bit, and yeah. there was some free agent that like they were entertaining, but like ultimately backed out because like the stadium was bad, and like they have like the new stadium coming thing happen, but like they've also like they're not at the finish line with that, no. and whatever's going on now, it's like nobody should have any faith that like it's going to be sure the thing. It's just the latest ideas, what I understand. Yeah, and it's also like right across the street from the old stadium yeah and the problem's the location of the stadium yes so why are they it that doesn't make any sense to me and is it also are they trying to make it open air or outdoor i think it's gonna have a it'll have a roof must 
Like, Every, I think, I think if, okay. My big bold prediction for 2024 is that every, MLB is going to say it from here on out. Every new ballpark built has to have a roof. Has to have a retractable roof. That's my big pool and guess for 2024. Could be. Florida particularly, just because, I mean, you're giving, you're just getting melanoma. Yeah. If you're an outfielder, <laughs> you're just standing out there 80, 80 games a year, like 80 plus. You yeah. Know I mean? Like, um, not good. And then like for the Reds, like, I mean, just like the logistics after a certain point, it's just like, hey, what if we could just ensure a way that we never deal with a rain delay again and keep every, the season just on schedule? Yeah. Because it gets so messy. And it's like 98 degrees with 110% humidity. Why don't we close it? Yeah. We'll close it today. Yeah. It's like, we'll be one of the last remaining stadiums without one because God knows this city will not build a baseball stadium. <laughs> like, that is... No. Well, because what? GABP's uh, 21 years old now. How crazy is that, dude? How old? 2003 is when it was opened. Man. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And like, I do remember my first time going there and I was a child. And now it's, like, better than when it opened. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, that's a, that's a real time. Whatever. It really like, screws It really yeah. screws with you, dude. Yeah. I'm with you. It really fucks with your noggin. Because, like, I like it's not like like uh, Riverfront was, like, the ball. I would never call that my ballpark or anything like that. But sure. I can still very clearly remember walking around that. I could get from the blue seats to the red seats by myself. Yeah. Totally. Like, you yeah. just put me in a time machine like i remember that stadium like the back of my hand oh of course um 21 years ago. that's somebody's crazy life yeah uh-huh they've full-grown adults well, have never known anything other than that stadium correct that's crazy. isn't it crazy yeah. um oh uh, well i have you here i want to ask you about it mm. just because i you know if if i get the chance i might as well fire it out there uh vasquez monterey fc insert uh new guy for FC yeah, Cincinnati. Miles Robinson. The best defender uh, best and best free agent available. Yeah, I mean, some say the greatest of all time. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, we're talking goats here, baby! <laughs> no. Um, Vasquez, the Monterey, fine. I think a lot of FC Cincinnati fans would say good riddance. Agreed. Um, nothing against Brandon. He's a young player at the world at his feet, but didn't exactly back up his 2022, and that's uh -uh. where he got all this interest. He's gotten the USMNT call-ups. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, you got a lot of power. If you can sell him, that's great. They got him from Atlanta United, like, bargain bag, Gerard Nijkamp era. So if you can if you can get millions on this, take it. Yep. They're committed to Bupenza, and they, they will have to get a second starting quality striker, which the world is full of. So right. go for it. I don't think they have – like, I, I wouldn't put Kimi Ordonia. Like, I wouldn't say one of their, like, you know, prospects, so to speak. Sure. would be, like, filling that hole. So that's exciting gives you something to look forward to and if they um i forget who they retain but if you know like it, it would not be on it would not be crazy to think they could duplicate the run that they had with sure. the same supporting cast like don baji sergio santos you know find mm -hmm. the competitions you're going to go for 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 fc's inside to mls cup like you've got to you've got to go for that sure so then miles robinson um the center back um which for any FC Cincinnati fan, like he's filling the hole left by Yerson Mascara, yeah. who was on loan from Wolves of the Premier League. He was a young man on loan from a Premier League team. I know you loved him. His name's Yerson. They called him our son. Like, <laughs> you know, I know that he was like a fan favorite, and like I know that people thought, you know, like maybe there's a chance, but it's like a young player of that quality that was always alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that's just not. 
this was always the outcome that's going to happen as hard as it is to swallow. And this is the best thing that they could have done is getting a proven MLS vet. Somebody also in very much in the starting conversation for the U.S. men's national team, which I think brings a lot of equity to a city like this. Agreed. Just because the like, the, like U.S. soccer has done so good here. And this market is still very much getting used to like finding its place in the world. We've been so spoiled. So to have a guy who's going to be on that 2026 World Cup team is really fucking cool, It's man. so cool. He's got some injury history. Um, I saw that he recovered fairly well this season. Sure. And <laughs> he's a center back, though, and like there's you know a lot of miles to go. You know what I mean? Oh, right. So he's not he's not old. He's not young. He's right you know right there like right size for this team. Um, you know. Does he take the armband off of Lucho? No. No. Is he the leader of the back line? And can he kind of like maybe put Miazga in his place? Yeah. That's what you want. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's not the captain, but he's got that daddy's home. You know what I mean? Like right. you know, especially if they they somehow keep like Alvaro Barreal or Santiarius like on their you know, just like, like if they're gonna play that like that three five two thing. They need extra cover when their wingbacks are going forward. Miles can do that. He's athletic enough to cover the distance. Yeah. Miazga can stay in the middle. I think that it's good. Do they need another center back, though? Maybe. But, you know, starting, like, if you just froze it right now and you said, like, two of your three, if you're going to play a three-back, Miazga and Miles Robinson, I think any team in the league would yeah. be... I don't know if there are... Because, like, a lot of teams just play, like, a 4-4, four, four, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Four out of the back. Right. I don't think teams who play with two could ask for a better no. pairing than this. So no. I see Cincinnati fans should be very excited. Yeah. Um, the team breaking the news on the fucking side of the stadium two weeks ago was really... A, what? The, you didn't see this. No. So it like this the TQL Stadium, Yeah. which, what's up, ladies? I can see from my window. What's um, <laughs> <laughs> up? What's up? It lights up. My, so sad. My Mount Adams apartment. Uh, <laughs> Where I don't have it, whatever. <laughs> where you where can my neighbor smokes. smokes. <laughs> where you can smoke indoors. Um, like, so, like, everybody, like, 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 a bunch of people, like, saw, like, everybody in the city, like, was, like, going ape shit about this. It said miles for Cincy. Yeah. Two weeks ago. The deal got announced today. Yeah, because I guess they were trying to, they were saying it was an ad campaign. They were like, it was just a pitch to try and get him. Like, well, if it's done by the team... That's what you're telling the city. Like everybody's you're letting like, them know. what the fuck is this? <laughs> There's no answers for that. Unless it was like part of their like marathon or something like that. You know I mean just like recycling that ad? Like, yeah. You could have gotten away with that, but no. Like I asked some questions, like, nope, I'm um, not sure why that was there. No, every, my mom's the word, but it's like, it's on the side of the fucking stadium. <laughs> Can we get some honesty? And like some people that we know closer yeah. to the beat couldn't get an ounce of truth squeezed by it. So, sure. Like, when a national reporter breaks it today, but again, it was on the fucking side <laughs> of the stadium two weeks ago. It should, it's, it's like, it's adorable, but it's like same old, like New Year's, same shit with FC Cincinnati, yeah. man. Dude, like, they, you know, they, it should have been, it should just, have just said source, side. Yeah. Source, TQL no stadium. stadium. <laughs> source, a billboard. Yeah. Like, God. So, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, does, does, does the light up thing around the stadium have a nickname? Uh, I know that it's a certain amount in the thousands of fins, so it's a starting point. Okay. You call them fins. Oh, uh, well, I would I would call it the chili ring. I think we need to get Jeff Birding on the phone right now. <laughs> I'm going to give him a call. <laughs> Dude, the chili ring? Think about it. We're Cincinnati. We're over for our chili. Yeah. It's a giant... Sur yeah. They got Skyline as a sponsor. Yeah, big sponsor. 
literal ring of chili would be cool. Oh my god, dude, I can see it now. Like they do the display, and it's like the bottom is yellow, and then it's brown for the chili, then the cheese. Yeah. Around. Oh, come on. And you know what, Cincinnati? I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong. You're more of a historian than I am. Sure. Has Cincinnati ever had like a prominent college bowl game? No. The Skyline Chili Bowl. What like it's what are we doing right here? Right there. It's what? right there. What are we doing? You've got Pop Tarts and cheese it's popping off. We bring Skeddy back. Isn't isn't TQL Stadium hosting a college bowl game? I know it's it's ambitious. I like I heard something about I heard that, something too. I don't know if it's like official or not. I thought I heard something where they were going to. Great. That'd be cool. As long as it's like worthwhile. You know oh, what I mean? Course. If it's like one of it's like Navy versus fucking <laughs> Like Egypt <laughs> tech or something like that. Navy versus Al Qaeda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in Ohio, that, that, that would really bring uh, that would really bring Claremont County out, <laughs> dude. And then the mascots edible, just like the Pop Tarts bowl. That's what I'm saying. Skeddy. Remember Skeddy from like the the coloring thing? Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. The cool what fucking dude with the sunglasses? Yes. And the orange hair. Dude, he was sick. It's time to make a comeback, dude. Um, you, like for, for listeners who don't know, um, I mean, like you have to go back to like '90s Skyline yeah. Chili Lord, but just look up Skeddy. <laughs> he was a noodle that like skateboarded. He yeah. was cool as hell, and he had like yellow too around him as the as the cheese. And, oh, he was he'd be very fun to eat. Yeah, and okay. Like, he wins a fight against that stupid pop tart. <laughs> the cheese, it. I think he got like. I'll have Skeddy's back yeah. till I die. I, I don't care how I'm with you. Is. Here's the thing with Skeddy that he has the advantage on is that he can stand being wet. Yep. Those other two mascots could not stand being wet. They would mush up and fall apart, what? and Skeddy would just gromp, would just stomp them into their graves. Yeah, a wet cheese it. Ugh, no, thank you. A wet pop tart. Can't even picture it. <laughs> I would never. Dude, it makes me sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, so, so this is... though, like, um, FC Cincinnati looks good, man. Yeah, like, that's, that's good. Still ways to go, though. Um, like in, in mm. comparison to the Reds, um, not as complete, and the season starts next month. Yeah, that's what's crazy, dude. Yeah. The schedule came out two weeks ago. Yeah, and it, I mean it was last year's World Cup, and then them imposing the um, League Cup, which when I was sarcastically bemoaning MLS for a lot of reasons. Um, that's like one of the yeah. things like, they, they made the schedule really stupid. So starting soccer in February. Like, yeah, it's, and, uh, and they are still going to have to fit in U.S. Open Cup, correct? That is still being litigated? Yeah, I don't know what the plan is there, but there's a good chance they're going to start the season and build the plane while it's in the air. Oh, my and God, again, because then you have CONCACAF. For FC Cincinnati, yeah. For uh, the, or 10 teams. You let 10 teams in the CONCACAF this year. League's Cup, MLS season, which will be like 36 games, I think. Yeah. Um, for some teams, playoffs, which if it's going to be that three game first <laughs> round. Which is so dumb. So, I mean, like, I mean, like, another, uh, there's there's people with FC Cincinnati podcasts talking about this, but it's just like, if I could ask the commissioner one thing point blank. Yeah. Just like in a, like the last, like, event I was at, it was yeah. like, I was kind of like, I, I couldn't be a mouthpiece, you know what I mean? But like, at what point is it oversaturated? At what point is there too much soccer? <laughs> yeah, and and the season is going to be longer than baseball season. And people say baseball season's too long. 162 games, that's a lot of matches. And I get it that there is maybe one, two, at most three matches a week. But that's still exhausting. You could have potentially, like, if you if you win, if you end up in, like, the, uh, I think, like, the final four bracket of everything... I think you could play, like, I think it was, like, 72 games. And then, like, you could potentially oh. play more. But, like, no team's going to win it all. Like, oh, no team's no. going to sweep. Even Miami, 
with all of the Malarkey. with everything they're bringing this year, like um, those guys are. There's no way. No, they're gonna have to go for one or two competitions, which is gonna be MLS regular season, MLS Cup. Like yep. that's that's what they're gonna go for. Of course. Um, so and they Cincinnati, won Open Cup last year. Or, no, League's Cup. Yeah. My, my apologies. Um, which was just... Right. You know, kind of like... It was it was just very fitting. But it was also the first thing that Messi could win. But it's like, you know... Yeah. They didn't make the playoffs because Miami was such a They were trash. Um, whatever. Whatever. This is not a soccer podcast. No, 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 no it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I still folks, wanted but... to get your uh, yeah. I still wanted to get your input on it. And I bet there are some, some people who will be interested. Yeah. So let's uh, round third and head for home. Where can people find you? Um, aside from your apartment in Mount Adams, where my neighbor smokes. Um, <laughs> aside from the sweet, sweet new Mount Adams Hoon Lounge. Yeah. Um, kind of glad you asked. I'm a free agent right now. Yeah. So I've been chilling. Yeah. You can find me online, but I'm not doing anything, and yeah, that's yeah, after yeah. like two years of like busting simultaneously, like really working myself to death. So uh, ahead of this baseball season, ahead of this soccer season, ahead of yeah. You know, whatever. Um, I've got some stokes in the fire, and I'm figuring out what's next, but it's like I've paid my dues, and I'm pretty sure whatever I get next is going to be something that I'm really excited about. Right? Cool. I'm, like, I'll sit out of the game if it's not, like, something that's, like, super exciting. Oh, So, you know what I mean? So, like, they're, you know, just for full transparency. Yeah. Could be baseball stuff. Yeah. I've also applied for stuff at WWE. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, this is this could be the year to find yourself, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, you can find me um, at GABP at opening day. Yeah. And, like, I'm just looking forward to, like, not giving away my weekends for a little while. It's going to be nice. Connecting with my friends. Aww, doing stuff like this. Yeah, just, like, being normal for a little bit. Yeah. Doing my best attempt at it. You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, how about you? What's up? What's uh, up next? Dude, so today when this comes out, I will be at the Comet. I think it's at 8. It's either at 7 or 8 o'clock. It is the first, uh, since he's first jokes of the year. So you gotta, gotta go tell a new joke. I get like three minutes to tell a joke. And then like all of the best comics in the city are doing it. Um, and then, when's the next one? January 27th, you can see me at the Comet. I will be opening for Simon Fraser, who you might have seen on The Tonight Show. I'll be featuring for that one. Hell yeah. And then February 6th and 7th, I'll be at Commonwealth Sanctuary featuring for someone. I forget their name. And then They're huge, though. They're huge. They're huge. <laughs> they're, from, they're from Denver. Uh, but then May 25th, I'm headlining Commonwealth Sanctuary. So I'm going to keep plugging that. I might Congratulations be... on that. Are you <laughs> announcing that here? Not yet. I'm going to wait a little bit longer. I'm announcing that I'm headlining. Yeah. Like, like, have you told people about that yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've told some people. It's you've been working, for anybody who didn't know, you've been working on that one for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really uh, I'm really excited. So it should be a fun one. So uh, thank you to Sports Drink for hosting the audio of this podcast. Appreciate it. Andrew, salute, my old friend. <laughs> he's, this, he's all the way up here. He's so tall. Yeah. He's so tall. I thought you were going to tell me he's in heaven now. He's for a second, heaven. I was he's, like, what happened? He's in heaven now. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. He's just living it up. He's, in, he's on cloud nine. Uh, thank you to In The Clutch. Go to InTheClutch.com. Get all your sweet, sweet MLBPA shirts. Use the promo code NASTYBOYS. 10% off. Uh, we just dropped uh, some fun like other shirts, too, that are like football-related. Not licensed, just football. It just they're, they're they're football. 
Um, and thank you for joining this week and filling Anytime. in. Anytime. Anytime. Suck it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, dude. Suck, suck dick. Uh, <laughs> so uh yeah and as always thank you for watching us listening watching us and watching him stroke now uh thank thank you for watching and listening and as always go red legs